this mill is is really the best mill in the country and potentially in the world in terms of being able to capture the most value from logs like that. Meet Matt King, Renewable Energy Manager for the nonprofit that created this mill. He insists on being called the Renewable Energy Guy, and his shaggy brown hair along with a t-shirt and jeans outfit match this laid-back attitude. The IBR boiler has a, a dual-stage combustion chamber, so the first chamber is relatively anoxic, and there's a pyrolysis gasification process that happens. When the topic is this mill, though, Matt becomes dead serious. The king. We just call him the king. That's his boss, Nils Christofferson, a southerner who prefers a long-sleeved button-up and khakis. Nils has a voice that fills the room and a laugh that fills the county. Speaking of counties, this is Wallowa County, located in northeast Oregon, a region defined by a preponderance of Douglas fir, ponderosa pine, and a very intentional distance from the urban hubs of Portland and Seattle. Matt and Nils work for Wallowa Resources, a nonprofit trying to preserve their community's way of life. Like many other rural counties in the West, Wallowa County has struggled to retain family wage jobs in the 21st century. Historically home to several lumber mills, the timber crash of the 90s brought about a complete collapse of the county's largest private employer. Now Wallowa County finds itself without jobs and surrounded by a forest with both strict regulations and a century-long legacy of fire suppression. In some places, the forest is impenetrably dense, with two to three times as many small trees as there were historically. That creates risk. That's Nils again, executive director of Wallowa Resources. It creates risk from a fire perspective, creates risk from an insect and disease perspective, and the fact that we're missing large trees and snags and downwoody debris means that a whole bunch of biodiversity that utilizes those attributes is missing. Wallowa County is nearly 60% national forest, and without a change in the management of these lands, the problem is only getting worse. Because right now, if we run away from these systems in eastern Oregon and across a lot of the Intermountain West, what do we know is happening? Burning up. Burning up and dying. Massive bark beetle epidemics. Massive wildfires. Wallowa Resources had a specific vision in mind for how they wanted to protect the culture these problems threatened. If you look at the history of natural resource dependent communities in the Pacific Northwest, you'll see communities that became you know, clearly uh, recreation, vacation, home type communities. You'll see communities that welcomed prisons and call centers as a way to try to create jobs. We wanted to maintain our custom and culture of natural resource management, natural resource stewardship and having a direct connection between the community and working on the land. Nils soon realized that he had an opportunity to turn a problem into a solution. If timber from the forest once again could be used to create jobs, this time in a way that was sustainable for the land and the people, he could potentially solve both of his challenges at once. Immediately, Nils ran up against limitations in carrying out this plan. Overcrowding results in many stunted and smaller trees, leaving much of the forest filled with logs that aren't big enough to use in traditional mills. Turning to the community provided the answer to this conundrum. I was asking people, what's the number one thing our resources could do to contribute? Overwhelmingly, the response was to somehow create a market for the excess small diameter logs. 
This answer was the framework for the organization's most ambitious project to date. Even though it's in their backyard, Wallauer Resources and others were unable to harvest the forest's excess wood without waiting years for a permit. They formed a collaborative group that broke through this management gridlock on federal lands, creating an agreement with the Forest Service that allows for harvesting of the smaller trees that cause overcrowding. This is the mill. This was actually an old mill site. Um, it was abandoned for many years. Welcome to Integrated Biomass Resources, or IBR, located in western Wallawa County. Logs get loaded first onto that deck. They get pushed into it, a conveyor there. The shell of the old mill now houses a multitude of shiny green troughs, resembling a life-sized game of chutes and ladders. This is the post and pole line. Right now they're producing a bunch of hop poles, so those poles are for hop farmers in the Yakima Valley. Right now they, you know, they ordered 20,000 hop poles, and last year they ordered exactly zero. So you just never know what the market's gonna be. We're really maximizing the value of any given log. This part of the log is, is gonna actually be a short saw log, and we're gonna sell it to Boise Cascade. This part of the log is going to be a post and pole. This part of the log is going to make firewood. And then all the sawdust and the bark and junk is going to go in the boiler. Versatility is the key to IBR's success. The boilers create heat to dry the wood, as well as energy for the mill to operate. Pellets produced from scrap wood heat nearby schools and office buildings. Nils understands the bounty of rewards that the county receives now that a market for small logs is present. Wood that was previously cast aside as waste now has a value. Rather than forest restoration and reducing the risk of wildfire just being a burden to the taxpayer, we're now able to help pay for that and we're able to create local jobs. Additionally, a means of collaborating with federal lands agencies was created. Nils is especially proud of this fact and the broader implications it may have had. For Wallawa County, a community of just over 7,000 people, the benefits of this project may soon move from the forest to the home. There's a demographic impact when you lose family wage jobs. So compared to the state and national average, we have a much lower percentage of families. School enrollment has dropped by over 50% since the mills closed. The solution to this problem is clear to Nils, and he believes Wallawa County just might be headed in the right direction. I think the majority of people want to go to a place and raise kids where there's hope and possibility and, and, and optimism. And I think the creation of the nonprofits here, the leadership of the county government, has created a place that is uh, more attractive to families to move back to. Well, I'm an optimistic guy. <laughs> you know, but, but, um... For National Public Lands Radio, I'm Andrew Reckers.